0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to um, a little bit of time of Living out Outdoors in the office this morning. Uh, it's Tuesday following the holiday. I hope you're all happy at work again today. <laughs> I am... Uh I'm back in the office and doing what I can. I worked all day yesterday. I was on this microphone from about 9 o'clock yesterday morning till just about 5. Did several things. Did a couple of podcasts, obviously, for those of you that follow us along. And also did a couple of uh, auditions where I had to, to do some reading and some editing and all that to um, to get those auditions put out, uh, hopefully to make something out of myself. But wanted to jump on here this morning. Man, God really messed with me today. You know, it's... You can't complain about that. I don't want to complain about that. God, God really pours into me at times. And just, just something I, I just felt like I needed to share. And in the process of it, he, he actually gave me a poem uh, that I'm going to share with you this morning. It's fresh. It's I mean, it's right off the mill, uh, right out of the skillet, whatever you want to call it. But um, what I want to talk to you today is your why. What is your why? You know, we're, we're often asked that question, especially in business. If you've ever done any type of entrepreneur entrepreneur style business, uh, work from home, anything like that, a lot of times you're going to be asked that question, what is your why? There's a significance to that because we truly do need to understand our why of anything we do in this life. And and, what I want to focus on today is our why when we serve the Lord. What is your why? Uh, Maybe maybe you volunteer for an organization. Maybe you volunteer for church. Maybe you serve as a leader in your church. Uh, Maybe you serve as a, a a um, Sunday school teacher, a children's ministry teacher, uh, a youth minister, whatever it might be, an usher, you know, it doesn't matter, women's leader, um, whatever it is that you do in your servanthood to the Lord, we always need to dig back deep into our why. Anytime we volunteer for things, anytime we serve as a volunteer servant, and and, and oftentimes even as a paid staff, we really need to understand and, and, and think about our why. Why is it that we are doing what we're doing? Why is it what God has started, if you will? What's your why? Why did you get involved in the first place? What was the passion that led you to the place where you are today? Because what happens often is sometimes I think we forget our why. We get caught up in what it is we're doing, we get caught up in our service. We get, and I know that's arguable as to whether that's a bad thing or not, but what I want you to see and what I want you to understand is. Oftentimes, I think we lose our why. We lose sight of why it is that we do what we do. Overwhelmed things, uh, we get caught up in the middle of things. We get pushed aside, maybe. Um, Maybe our ways of doing things are are different than someone else's idea, and and somebody pushes past us. It happens often in, in, in multiple avenues of servanthood. And, and I want to I talk to that a little bit because I think sometimes we forget the reason we begin to do this to begin with. I, I mean, honestly, I was actually sharing with someone this morning that I want to be at a place in my life to where if someone else has a more relevant message, if someone else can bring us to a different place, I want to be in a position where I can step aside and say, You do that. I'm going to support you. And I feel like I have been in, in a lot of places in ministry. Because often, man, when, <laughs> when, when you're a minister and you sit under someone else's leadership, when, when, when you're, when, let's say for me, I'm an evangelist, I travel, I speak, you know, God pours things into me always or, or constantly. And, you know, I, I struggle sometimes actually going to church or listening to another minister. The reason I struggle, it's not because they're not any good. It's sometimes they're better than me or I feel like they're better than me. And oftentimes I find myself taking notes from things that they say throughout the entire service, because as they speak, God's pouring something into me about, ooh, man, that's really good. I need to write that down. I could use this a whole nother level. I could put this in a whole nother light. Was it because he wasn't any good? Absolutely not. It's because he was good at what he was doing. And it it sparked me. It inspired me. And, and, it, and it poured things into me. I, I gained from it. I, I took away from what was being said, and now I created an entire new message from it. Is my message better than his? No. It's just simply different than his. Many times in our way of serving, we need to really grasp that. Other people's ways of serving is different than mine. I struggle with that. Um, there are lots of challenges that come in, <laughs> in the way of, 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 of serving when you're serving with others, especially in a large organization or where there's a lot of people involved, a lot of you know, big churches and things, because everyone has their own way of doing things. Everyone has their own way of seeing things. I am not the most tidy person in the world. I can get done the job that needs done, but it might not be as neatly as someone else might package that. It doesn't mean that we can't reach the same goal. And I think ultimately that's the, the quest I'm after today is that we, find, we come to an understanding and we find our why and realize that even though maybe, maybe we're setting back, maybe we're taking a step back, maybe somebody's moving past us or taking our position, if you will, maybe that's a good thing. Have, have you ever realized that? Maybe it's good that we let people pass us. Sometimes it's good because we can follow them. Sometimes it's good because it takes the burden off of us. Sometimes it's good because it lessens the, the workload for me. Um, I actually had a pastor tell me one time, I am not a good leader. That was hard because here I am a youth pastor and I'm trying to serve and I'm trying to do the best I can. And my, and my leader, my pastor tells me, I'm not a good leader. And the reason he said this to me was, he said, you're not a good leader because you don't know how to delegate authority. My problem was is, I might ask somebody to do something for me, but when they didn't do it quite the way I wanted or maybe in my time frame, I just simply did it myself. I took care of it, sometimes to the point where I quit asking people to help me. Not a really good place to be as a leader because we need to teach that. We need need to teach a concept of serving and we need to serve correctly. And a lot of that serving correctly is my why. Why am I there to begin with? It's because I believe in the ministry. It's because I believe in the direction. It's because I believe in the vision of, of whatever it is that I'm serving with. So in, in, in that place, I'm going to give them everything I can in whatever I can. If that is simply pushing a broom or picking up trash or picking up them little, you know, them little cups we use for communion and they get left all over the place when, on that communion service afterwards. If it's picking those up, it, you know, whatever it might be. Um, maybe it's making sure all the lights are turned off in the building before we leave. Maybe it's um, cleaning the bathroom. Ugh, don't like that idea. Maybe it's washing some dishes down in the in the in the fellowship hall. Whatever it might be, wherever we serve, we need to give it everything we have because that's our why. It, it's not that we're serving a leadership. Ultimately, I'm serving the Lord. I'm, I'm giving unto my God, everything that I have, I have, that he's given me to give. That can be done in so many ways. Don't forget your why, you know? I mean, if you're struggling in an area of, of leadership or you're struggling with leadership, take a little breather and think about, why am I here? What is it that, that, I, that, what started me here? Okay, we've gone through a leadership change, but is that leader still going the same direction? Maybe they have different vision. Maybe they have new vision. Maybe they're not doing things quite the way the last leader was doing them, but does that change the focus of our why? Now I, I will I will give you this: there could come a point in your life where that is a truth that that you know you can no longer follow that particular vision. And if that's the case, then I would tell you to to step back quietly. I was given that option once. <laughs> I um, it, it was a, a, a messy thing, if you will. But I was actually given the option of choosing these kids, speaking of a youth group within the walls of a church, or those kids, speaking of the kids that were outside on the street, uh, the at-risk generation, if you will. I didn't hesitate in my, in my choice. I chose those. The, the problem was the leader had failed to realize that these on the inside just a few short months ago had been those And he didn't see that he, you know, we we were having a little discrepancy in our leadership role. So I was relieved of my duties to pursue those. I'm still pursuing those, whether they're in the walls or outside. That's my role. That's my passion. That's my why. I'm seeking out the lost, and I'm leading others to do the same. I really don't care what kind of package that comes in, and and honestly. I serve that in so many different ways. And oftentimes it's not on the microphone. Oftentimes it's not standing in front of a crowd. Oftentimes it is simply behind the scenes doing whatever I can. Could I do the microphone better? Could I bring the message better? Maybe. Maybe not. It's not my place. My place is to serve. And when I subject myself to a leadership, they have me 100%. Even when I don't always agree with the direction we're going, if it becomes a problem, somewhere down the road I may choose to step away from that leadership. But when I do, I'm going to do so quietly and I'm not going to cause a ruckus because that is not a godly thing. If you don't feel like you fit where you are anymore, maybe you can't find your why to be there anymore, step away cleanly. Step away praying for that place, that, that ministry, that organization to continue to, to do the things that God's called them to do. It, it's really not our place to judge them. It's really not our place to throw a fit. And I certainly, and I had opportunity for this, I certainly don't want anybody following me away from that. That has to be their own decision. And I, and I spoke that very clearly when I left a position. I had a lot of people telling me, hey, man, if you'll just start your own gig, we'll follow you. you know, And I, it's not my place. And, and, I, and I instructed them to find their own why. You know, if, if they needed to leave, all on them. But don't follow me. You know, I'm making my decision. You make your decision. So that's a mouthful. <laughs> now, this is kind of a teaching time this morning. I really, feel, I really feel pressed on this today. And I've been involved in a lot of organizations over the years. I have been involved in a lot of ministries. I have served a, of several pastors. I can't say a lot, but I've served several pastors in my time. And I will tell you this, I have served them wholeheartedly until God released me from that position. There's never been a time that I have ever gone around, undermined, or backstabbed my leader, because that is not a godly fashion. I have served them wholeheartedly until God said, your time here is done. When I knew that was his call, not mine, then I stepped out quietly. Um, That's just how things should be. It is a proper servanthood attitude. It's being an armor bearer. It's being a servant. And when our duty or our role with that is over, then we step aside and let the next version in, whatever that might be, because they may and take them further down the road. But you know what? Even when the new comes, they might still need our help. They might still need our advice. They might still look at us for help. I'm an old guy now. <laughs> I mean, plain and simple. I'm an old guy now. I don't fit the role of a youth pastor anymore because I'm an old guy. But does that mean I can't pour in to that younger guy or woman, whomever it might be? I absolutely believe that. I have a youth pastor that, I, that goes, where I go to the church right now who was one of my youth. Her and her husband both were in my youth department. They're now leading the youth in the ministry that I'm attending. I think that's awesome. She has a pastor, a leader. But it still doesn't mean that I can't, I can't pour into her ministry because she does glean from me. Uh, we talk a lot. We, we often confer about days gone by, you know, because she was one of my kids. And, and, and I respect where she is today. I also respect her pastorate. You know, I'm not her leader. I'm just simply a confidant. I'm someone who can pour into her as well. You can be the same. No matter what role you play, never overstep your boundaries. Never overstep your role. Always follow the guys that God gives you, and always respect that leadership. It's all about our why. Amen. All right, that was a mouthful. I'm going to share this poem with you. And again, I'm not not slapping anybody. I'm not calling anybody out. I'm just saying, man, this is what God put on my heart this morning, and I can't not share it. So this is what I'm going to bring to you today. And I actually titled this poem this morning, What is Your Why? We often find ourselves sold out to a meaningful cause. We serve diligently, giving all that we have without pause. But as time goes by and others get involved in our plight, it seems some don't do things the same as what we see is right. We have done things our way for quite a long while. Why should it change simply because of a fresh smile? Often what is missed can be compared to water in a pool. It is good and serves many and refreshing when cool, but over time it warms up and can become stagnant or bland. Adding fresh supply invigorates and freshens, bringing life again. It's not that the water contained has gone bad in the least. The idea of adding refreshing can provide increase for the feast. Change is never easy and can feel like an attack of a person, but to fall into this trap will inevitably cause the unintended to worsen. What we all must remember and hold close to our heart When we subject ourselves to serve, we are simply to do our part. Others will come and sometimes change the path being taken. Our role is to follow and realize that what we have done is not forsaken. Our service has helped lay out a solid foundation to build on, the effort not in vain, and the time spent never considered gone. The question to consider when we feel we are being passed by, what is it we felt when starting this journey, and remember the why. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for putting up with me, listening to me. I pray that you continue to pray over me and Rhonda. <laughs> I bounce all these off of Rhonda and of course I, I trust her. Um she's always telling me, Oh, you know, maybe that's good. And and I and I know that it's not just because she loves me and it's not just because she wants to pat me on the head. I know that she reads the things that God gives me and the way I get to put them together as He gives me insight and she realizes this is ministry and and I appreciate that. I appreciate her encouragement. I appreciate her, I appreciate her insight because sometimes her and I's conversation actually whittles away at things in me that need to change. And, and, I, and I do the same with her. It's that iron sharpening iron thing. Find someone you can bounce things off of. Find someone you can trust who will give you good advice not just agree with you or fuel your fire. That's, that's a dangerous place. Hopefully this speaks into you today. Um, maybe it will reinvigorate you. Maybe it will uh, encourage you to really sort out your why as to what you do in life as you serve the Lord, whatever capacity that may be in. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for your prayers, your financial support. Give if you can. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.